Live around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Visit us online at rmworldtravel.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome aboard, everybody. This is your RM World Travel Connection. And from coast to coast, border to border, and up into Canada, we extend our best wishes to each and every one of you out there for a pleasant Memorial Day holiday weekend. Today's broadcast is going to be comprised a little differently, trying to mix it up a little bit for you as we join the rest of you to pause for the holiday weekend to reflect on all of those who have served our nation and what also represents actually the unofficial start of summer. That's right. It's here. It is. You know, so what follows will be a mix of popular segments over the past few months as we share with you an encore presentation. And I'd like to join Robert in thanking those of you listening right now in our audience and even those who aren't, who've sacrificed for our country. And if you are on a road trip this weekend, we wish you a safe and wonderful trip. And we had a representative from AAA on last weekend. And I'd like to remind you that there is a fantastic app out there that you can download. It's AAA Mobile, and it can help you find cheaper gas stations, manage your trip planning. It's a great app. All of that is important because more than 41 million people or so, they're going to be traveling this weekend, according to AAA. And that's the most, actually, that they're saying. It's like a four. It's almost a five percent increase. They're that's saying that's the most travelers since uh, 2005. A thing that really jumped out to me is seven out of eight travelers will be driving despite the most expensive gas prices since 2014. So, right. That app can certainly help that. Hopefully. Uh, yes, it will. So no question. So before we get into our destination spotlight on Raleigh, let's do the rundown for hour one. All right. Sounds good. For today's encore, we'll take you back to our February 10th live broadcast on the Personal Connection segment to speak with Justin Skizik and Patrick Gray and learn about their truly touching and inspirational travel journey as they navigated the 500-mile Camino de Santiago pilgrimage, which lies between France and Spain. Show friend John Patch shares thoughts on comfort pets on planes. Yeah, that's been a big story so far this year, certainly. There will be listener emails with Robert, Rudy, and me this hour, and we'll rebroadcast our interview with Joe Terzi for our destination spotlight on San Diego, one of our favorite places to, Absolutely to travel. Absolutely is. But right now, here's our conversation with Dennis Edwards as we spotlight another great area, the destination of Raleigh. Dennis, nice to meet you via the phone. We welcome you to the show and our destination spotlight on Raleigh. Well, it's a pleasure uh, to be with you. Thank you for the opportunity. I would suggest that when people think of big cities between Washington, D.C. and, you know, down the East Coast through Florida, Atlanta and Nashville and probably Charlotte come to mind immediately. But every time we've been to Raleigh and the surrounding area, we've had such a good time there. And frankly, we wish we've had more time to stay. So Raleigh, I know it's the second fastest growing city in the United States. I'd like for you right now to give an overview of why that is and the diversity that you're offering travelers. Well, yeah, we're actually uh, adding about 47 new residents a day, and and I think once people uh, experience and they step their foot into into Raleigh, they absolutely love it. You know, we're home to to very near three major uh, research universities, home to NC State University and eight other colleges here, so we're a very young, dynamic city that really offers a lot to, to visitors and residents alike. Those that are interested in, in the culinary scene. Uh, we're 
probably the most progressive and award-winning culinary scene in the state. Uh, we've actually had uh, five chefs that have recently been nominated or won the James Beard uh, Award. Uh, we've got top ten best restaurant in the U.S. Uh, just nominated and, and won that uh, by the name of Brewery Vivana. Got three new food halls that is new to Raleigh that will be opening up this year, uh, which will be a kind of a new interesting food scene for the Raleigh area and. And, uh, and, of course, I know the brewery scene is becoming pretty popular around the country, but we now have 30 award-winning breweries and, and uh, three distilleries and, and more coming every day, it seems like. So a lot to do in the area. Uh, we've also got, I think, uh, many people consider us the Smithsonian of the South. and uh, really Which, which well- we love hearing that. I mean, it, absolutely you are. And, and explain that. It's a great area. And even your Capitol building, I know I've been there to a dinner uh, at the governor's mansion, and that's a phenomenal place to go visit, too. Yeah, I think part of it is we're very fortunate to be the capital of North Carolina because uh, with, with that, we've got, uh, we're home to three North Carolina museums, which are all free to the public. Uh, one is the Museum of Natural Sciences and Life Research Institute, uh, the North Carolina Museum of History, as well as the North Carolina Museum of Art, which is very unique. They actually have a 140-acre park that has a lot of outdoor art and, uh, and walking and bike paths as well. But those, and, and like I said, all those are free, but we also have an outstanding uh, Marbles Kids Museum and also a contemporary art museum on Raleigh. So really, depending on what your arts and cultural uh, desires are, you can find it all here. Uh, but we also are, are one of just, uh, I think there's only 12 cities now in the country that have four disciplines of all four performing arts. Uh, we have our own North Carolina Symphony, uh, North Carolina Ballet, North Carolina Opera, and the North Carolina Theater. Uh, and you can find all of those in, in downtown Raleigh. So it's, depending on your taste, you can find just about anything you want from an arts and, and you have NHL hockey. I mean, why would you go anywhere else <laughs> exactly. with, with all Mary, of that? Mary, can you hear the passion <laughs> really that Dennis can. has? I, Dennis, you know, you mentioned something earlier about the fact that you're in a strong college and research area. I certainly think Clearly that keeps are. everything fresh and constantly evolving. What do you personally think? You just gave us a wonderful list of, of, of reasons to come to Raleigh. What are two things that you think attract travelers the most? Well, you know, one is something I haven't even mentioned yet, and that is the live music scene that we have here. Uh, We have more live music venues than any city in in the Carolinas. We have 86 venues that have live music virtually every night, uh, and some incredible indoor-outdoor venues, and uh, we get virtually just about every artist that's on tour, but a lot of up-and-coming artists as well. Uh, and so I, I think that the just of any particular genre, you can find music here virtually on any night. And then also the diversity of the festivals and events that we have here. Uh, virtually every single weekend, you can have some kind of a festival in the area, and whether it's an international festival or even you've a, got it all. You've got festival. it all covered. Well, listen, yeah, Dennis, we really do. this went by quickly. Uh, folks, you've got music, food, outdoors, education. you got it all there in Raleigh. Dennis, really appreciate your time. And, folks, you can find out more at visitraleigh.com. Have a great weekend, okay? Thank you very much. Thanks, Dennis. Take care.
All right, there is our destination spotlight on Raleigh. Uh, and a reminder, you can find all of those folks on our website, so do go check those out. And I think, you know, I like the area because it's centrally located, and it's easy to get to. There's so much going on in the area where you can get out to. And I think the colleges keep the area really lively. It's always lively. They definitely keep it fresh. There's a different pulse when you're in a university city, and they've got three, as he said, three research universities. But also, um, fun fact I thought was interesting was 47 new residents being added per day. Yeah, That's second, a lot. second fastest city yeah. in the U.S., I mean, you know, Boise, Idaho, and Las Vegas are also really high, but uh, yeah. Raleigh being second. I like Boise, so, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know you like I do. Boise. I love Boise. <laughs> okay. Shout out well, to Boise. Well, this is Raleigh, <laughs> but all right. I know. So. All, right. <laughs> all right. I like Raleigh, too, but hey, I love to travel. Yes, you do. Uh, and that's why we host the Travel Show, folks. On that note, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the show today. And up next is going to be the personal connection interview that we had with Jason Skisick and Patrick Gray. So we hope you'll stick around for that. The show is back in three minutes. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Ama Waterways is taking river cruising to a whole new level with its new mega ship, the Ama Magna. Set to debut in 2019, this ship is 72 feet wide, double the size of existing river cruise ships. This means more personal space without sacrificing the intimate experiences we enjoy as it will carry less than 200 passengers. There will be multiple restaurants, alfresco dining, and wine bar to go along with a pool, health and wellness studio, complimentary bikes, and more. Be the first to cruise the Danube on the Ama Magna. Go to amawaterways.com for reservations or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. If you struggle with sleep problems, you're going to want to check out MyPillow. MyPillow is designed to give you the exact support you need regardless of your sleep position. It has a patented fill. It's made in the USA. They offer a 10-year warranty with a 60-day money-back guarantee, and you can even wash it and dry it. Right now, they've got a great deal. Get 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows to go anywhere. MyPillow's perfect for travel. To get in on this special four-pack deal, go to MyPillow.com, click on radio listeners, enter code RM, or visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Bombas is going to change the way you think about socks forever. Every pair is made with premium cotton and comes with a built-in blister tab, innovative arch support, stay-up technology, and a seamless toe. With many colors, patterns, lengths, and styles, they look great wherever you go. Bombas are what feet daydream about. And for every purchase you make, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. Visit bombas.com rm and get 20% off your first purchase. B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash rm or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Travel Pro Luggage is what we use, and it's the best. Rudy likes the Max Light 4, their lightest collection, with carry-ons weighing just under 6 pounds. Robert and I travel with Travel Pro's Platinum Magna 2 Series that contains the patented MagnaTrack wheel system, power scope handle, and contour grip spinners. Even their cruise series is outstanding. Travel Pro is the choice of flight crews and frequent travelers, so get yours at Macy's, Amazon, eBags, and top luggage specialty retailers. You can also visit TravelPro.com or RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. This is Robert Carey wishing you a pleasant Memorial Day weekend. Thanks for listening. What follows is an encore presentation. Got a question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Robert, Mary, and Rudy anytime on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at RM World Travel. Now, back to RM World Travel. 
And we are back. Thanks for staying locked in with us through that quick three-minute break. It's nice to have you tuned into the show with Mary and me today. Before we introduce you to a truly inspirational story involving the power of a friendship and how travel has strengthened their bonds in our personal connection segment today, we want to share that today's broadcast is made possible by Seabourn. You know, with their unmatched sense of style, elegance, and grace, Seabourn ships beckon you to travel beyond the bounds of the imagination. You'll clearly feel that you're a member of an exclusive club as you enjoy a sophisticated and luxurious journey like no other. Seabourn ships offer for all suite accommodations, their signature water sports marina, an open bar policy serving premium wine, champagne, and spirits, and renowned menus. With packages and destinations available around the globe, visit Seaborn.com today to learn more about booking your travel or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Justin Skizik and Patrick Gray have been friends for over 40 years. They've been on many travel adventures together, but none like the trip they took to the ancient pilgrimage known as the Camino de Santiago. This 500-mile pilgrimage begins in a small town in France. It crosses the Pyrenees and continues through Spain. Leaving their jobs and families for over a month to experience this was hard enough, but there's a unique twist to this story that adds to the challenge. Justin suffers from a progressive neuromuscular disease that confines him to a wheelchair. The story of their trek on the Camino turned into a book and movie, and it's called simply, I'll Push You. Here are Justin and Patrick for our personal connection segment. Hello, Justin and Patrick. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having us. How are you? We've been looking forward to this interview all week, so I appreciate the time. Justin, I want to start off with you, and you know, let's begin kind of with the fact that the 500-mile Camino pilgrimage, it's a challenge for most active people, particularly parts of the route through the Pyrenees with the uneven terrain. You've got the mud, the rocks, etc. With your circumstances, Patrick, you know, he agreed to not only go with you, but to push you the 500 miles in the three-wheeled wheelchair. Clearly, that's some friend. Why did you choose to travel the Camino? You know, in a very quick way, I, I was called to do it. You know, I've, we've met fellow pilgrims along the way that, you know, they were called on the Camino. And I just, when I learned about it, I learned about it through a PBS te- travel television show. And I just knew as soon as I learned about it, it was something that I needed to do. I mean, just everything in my heart, my mind, and my soul and body was just, you know, screaming at me to give it a shot. And, uh, Luckily enough, you know, Patrick and I in our 42-year relationship, actually 40-year relationship at that time, he, uh, he said, yeah. So that was the beginning of it all. Right. Well, as Robert said, great friends. Um, Patrick, from what we gathered watching the film, you're the type of person who takes on just about any challenge and kind of runs with it. This was an enormous one to take on, not only for yourself, but also you took on the job of making sure Justin was okay throughout the entire trip. What stands out for you as something that you learned about yourself? Oh, geez. That's a loaded question, but I'll try and keep it succinct here. But I could talk about that for days. Uh, I've kind of gone through quite the evolution since this whole journey. But I would say what the, the biggest takeaway for me in this whole thing is, uh, you know, I've spent my life living life with Justin. And as his disease has progressed, I've been there in various ways as a caretaker. And on the Camino, I was primary caretaker for weeks on end. But through that and witnessing Justin's willingness to trust me with so much, to let me care for him as well as push him and just kind of navigate all the struggles of each day that we face, it kind of opened my eyes to a new perspective of how much beauty there is in his receiving that help. And that's something that I haven't always done well. I haven't always received help from others. I've kind of been a control freak and had to do it all on my own. And this this journey really shifted that mentality for me where now I'm much more willing to let others into my struggles and my pain and my, my difficulties so that I can, I can navigate life much more effectively. That's something that Justin has taught me through his 
humility and his vulnerability to this disease. All right. Well, Justin, I want to follow up on that then with you. You know, although you were pushed in the chair by Patrick and others who joined you, you know, on the travels along your way, this journey had its own challenges for you. So what was your biggest takeaway? Um, My biggest takeaway was that humanity is still good. And, you know, you, you unfortunately we're bombarded every day by all of the, you know, the bad things that are happening in this world. But through our journey um, on the pilgrimage, on the Camino, and ever since then has been just a reconfirmation that there are some really amazing and good people in this world doing amazing things. And that we're all made to love one another as well as be loved. And um, it sounds, you know, kind of hippie-ish, but in a way, you know, it's, we've, I think we've lost sight of that in the world today and that you know we can we can do much more when we're when we work together and when we're there for one another well that's well said we just choose to listen you know it's simple extremely Um, well said and i think you know part of the power of travel is is connecting with people and when things go wrong for any of us it's about how you handle it and how as patrick you said you may have to ask for help sometimes um Big lessons. You know, I'd like to talk about um, one of the opening scenes in the movie really struck us about how you had to navigate hotels and public places in Europe with a wheelchair. Uh, In one of the opening scenes, I think it might be in the very beginning, actually, you arrive in France after traveling 36 hours and you cannot get the wheelchair with Justin in it through the elevator doors. Patrick, describe this frustration. Because it's a real issue, clearly. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, real issue. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, accessibility kind of goes out the window when we leave the state. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, in different areas in Europe are are in varying degrees of, of okay when it comes to certain struggles. But that particular night, you know, yeah, we'd been traveling for 36 hours. We had had virtually no sleep. So, of course, the frustration is, you know, it's, it's exacerbated by the fact we're both fatigued. But, uh, yeah, in that scenario, not able to get Justin in the, in the, uh, the elevator because it's so small, you know, we, we, we had a number of options you can go. We can get super frustrated and just kind of lose our cool and, and not uh, not be invested in just problem solving, um, but the, through Justin's kind of you know his insight and his creativity, we we figured out a way to to navigate that issue. We went in eyes wide open, knowing we were going to have struggles traveling internationally with a wheelchair, and knowing that from the get go, with having no kind of preconceived notion, just expecting there's going to be troubles, and the best way we can navigate those troubles is being creative and working through it together and inviting whoever we meet into the solution. It made those challenges so much easier to navigate as opposed to going the other direction and being immensely frustrated. I'm like, come on, guys, you know, how can you have an elevator this small? Well, hey, guys, how can we work together to figure out a solution? And so, I mean, yeah, we, we, we wound up having to use a, 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 a wheeled office chair, not the most steady um, <laughs> alternative to a to a wheelchair, but um, through using that wheeled office chair and making sure I didn't dump Justin on his head as we got in the <laughs> elevator. Well, you, you had I'm to sure do that. He appreciated that. <laughs> you had to do that a few times that we saw throughout the movie. Yeah, but yeah, you guys I, really yeah. did work well together, even yeah. though Patrick, you were physically doing it. Justin, you were so involved in the whole process. So, real, you know, real quick. Oh, I'm sorry, real quick on this. Uh, you know, Justin, I'm going to ask you, I know that you and Patrick, you know, you, you started an organization a few years ago that you're now helping travelers with disabilities. I'm curious, Justin, you know, what are two, you know, I mean, one or two tips that you can give folks listening today around the country about traveling with disabilities? Oh, man. I'd probably say, I mean, Patrick just hit the nail on the head with the main, the biggest, one of the biggest ones, which is expect roadblocks. 
Um, it's not going to be perfect. The world's not perfect. Um, but I wouldn't, with, with that part one of, of uh, part two here is, um, is, you know, when road bumps come along, it's, you know, it's, you'll work through it. You'll get through it, but it should not dissuade you from trying. It's a powerful story and what you did. If, if I can do it, anybody can do it because I'm basically, I mean, I'm not paralyzed, but I'm, I'm like a high functioning quad. So, right. No, I don't. Use, I can't use my arms, my hands, my legs. I can't walk, so I'm in a power wheelchair, and you know it's it's difficult. But spec road bumps—that's the biggest one. And then I've always viewed accessible travel, traveling with limited mobility, because that that would be our expertise. Would be that is you know most people, in my opinion or my experience, get frustrated or are dissuaded by air travel or trying to find transportation. Because uh, those are some huge obstacles you have to get over, and most people just don't even try because they're they're afraid. They've heard horror stories of you know airlines breaking wheelchairs and being left at places, and that happens. Unfortunately, it does happen from time to time. But in my experience, you know, when those things do happen, you just you just work through it. You just well, you I'm going to say this. Listen to both of you. This is a obviously it's called I'll push you. Folks, you can go check out the website, I'llPushYou.com. There's a book out there. There's the film that's there. This Clearly, it's obviously involving travel. It's so much more than that. It's about a friendship. There's a spiritual component to it. To both of you, listen, it, it was a true pleasure to speak to both of you today. Mary and I wish we had more time. Our best to you and to your families. Hey, hey thank, thank you very so much. Thank you, guys. All the best to you. Hey, guys. Take care. Enjoy your Saturday. And that's why we do the Personal Connection series. Yeah, you know, we watched the movie, and it's such an inspirational story. You have to see the movie and read the book. And folks, I would check it out. Again, I'll push you. So go find it, and I think you will find it as impactful as we did. A reminder to please connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're going to take a quick break as Bobby links in Rudy for segments three and four. uh, Before Mary and I, we'll be back with you towards the end of this hour, and we're going to be talking about some obscure Valentine's Day places to visit. So stay right where you are. Your RM World Travel Express is back after these messages. Today's edition of RM World Travel is coming right back, and you can also stay connected with the program at rmworldtravel.com. Big news. In the last two weeks, simplysafe.com slash travel has won Editor's Choice Awards from CNET Magazine, PC Magazine, and The Wirecutter. They put the system through a battery of tests and compared it to the other security products, and this system won every time. We've been telling you about simplysafe.com slash travel for a while now. It's comprehensive protection for just $15 a month. There are no contracts. And to get yours, just go to simplysafe.com slash travel. That's simplysafe.com slash travel or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Whether you're looking to buy new luggage, give it as a gift, or replace what you're using because you know it's not the best, get Travel Pro, as it's what we all use when we travel. Travel Pro is the choice of flight crews and in-the-know frequent travelers. They've transformed travel since creating the original rollerboard wheel luggage and they stand behind their products with lifetime warranties you'll find travel pro at macy's amazon ebags.com and top luggage specialty retailers or check out travelpro.com to shop their online outlet there's also a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors it's the official start of summer memorial day weekend rudy robert and i will be back live next weekend but today is an encore presentation to connect with the program call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rmworldtravel.com. Welcome back. 
to your RM World Travel Connection. And as I occasionally like the joke, as the rejoin music just suggested, sometimes you do just have to get away. But folks, when you do, can we please stop with all these bizarre comfort pets that we're taking onto planes? And that's exactly what we're going to talk about this segment. But first, Mary and I, we want to share that this segment of your RM World Travel Connection is sponsored by LifeLock. Tax season's approaching, and if you're looking forward to getting a refund soon, well, tax identity thieves may be looking forward to it as well. Fraudsters use IRS imposter scams to trick you into giving your social security number so they can file a return in your name and claim your refund. One in four people have experienced some form of identity theft, but you can take easy steps to prevent it and avoid thieves selling your information on the dark web or get an online payday loan in your name. Folks, just get LifeLock. They'll monitor your personal information, and if you ever have a problem, they'll work to fix it for you. Join now at LifeLock.com. Use promo code RM. You'll save 10%, or you'll find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Okay, last week we reported on the significant increase of unusual comfort pets, and we just talked about this earlier, that are being taken on aircraft these days by passengers. The comfort turkey struck a chord with Robert, as you may recall, but regardless of the animal, some common sense needs to be enforced, because I don't think any of us really wants to sit next to a snake, a spider, a skunk, a peacock, or we whatever. Don't. Um, you know, and it's sad because there are legitimate people who need these comfort animals, but it's just a little out of control right now. So here to discuss what's going on is show friend John Patch from Talking Pets. Hey, John. Nice to connect with you again. How are you today? I'm doing well, Robert. How are you? Uh, we are well. Happy to have you on today. You know, last week, Mary, Rudy, and I, we were discussing all these comfort pets that passengers are taking onto the airlines. And I say, you know, it's time that some common sense is applied here. This week, someone at Newark International Airport trying to board a United Airlines flight, they thought bringing along a comfort peacock for support would be a good idea. Frankly, I applaud United for saying enough is enough. I'd love to know how you come down on the escalation of these comfort animals on planes these days. It's kind of a touchy subject because of the fact that, you know, a lot of people were, you know, for service dogs, a lot of people were strapping vests on any dog and bringing them on the plane and saying it was a service dog. So I think the airlines do need to crack down. I think they need to actually get certified animals that are actually have certification that they are guide dogs or service dogs and are allowed on the planes. But bringing a peacock or a snake or whatever, any kind of animal on there, for the purpose of a comfort animal, I think is a little ridiculous. And I understand where the owners or the parents, I might say, want to go with this. But in terms of the airline and the other people that are on the flight, I don't agree with it. I mean, just yeah. a little bit of a funny, I was flying one day with a cat online. And, and I do agree that, you know, if you have a small pet, you can put, fit them underneath, fit them underneath. That's fine. But I had a cat on one airline with me, and it was a small plane, a 20-seater, and the cat decided to get sick. So it was coming out of every possible orifice that it could. And on a 20-seater plane, you can just imagine what people yeah. were doing. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, John, I think, and it's the exotic animals that really bothers me because one person's comfortable snake is another person's uncomfortable anxiety-causing nightmare. But what really has bothered me is how easy it's been to get an online note to bring these animals on board. So I'm glad they're cracking down. But... I think there's not only the risk to fellow flyers, there are sanitary issues, as you just mentioned, with a a cat getting sick, but none of this can be very good for some of these exotic animals either, right? Well, the exotic animals are one thing. The other thing, too, is that, you know, when you mention exotics, who's to say that it's not going to be something like a cobra or something that could actually cause damage, and Lord forbid it got out of its carrier? Right. Um, And how comforting is a snake on on an airline? I mean, people are not going to want to see a you know, an anaconda or a, 
I agree. No, no. Or a comfort turkey, as I keep saying. Even the peacock, I can't imagine a peacock is going to be comfortable on a flight. That's not fair to the. I mean. Well, listen, I I, I think we're going to see an increased backlash, you know, on the comfort animals by the airlines. We're starting to see already. In fact, yeah, and and I don't blame them because for every bizarre comfort animal that they allow onto a plane, it's lost revenue for the airlines as people aren't buying the extra seats and they're averting the cargo fees. Again, common sense, as I keep saying out there, people. But, you know, if we have passengers that are, we're all forced to pay for seat assignments and then carry on luggage or meals, whatever else they're charging us. I think it's just unfair that you get to take on your comfort turkey uh, for free, which can only agitate other passengers. It's not a zoo. I mean, it's a plane. Well, that's just it. And there are some airlines around the country that specifically actually will transport animals. And if you want to transport your turkey or your peacock or your cobra or whatever it may be, maybe look at those airlines rather than going on a you know an airline where the typical passengers are... Uh, you know, patrons on there and will be feel threatened or will not be happy with their flight. They're paying a lot of money to fly these days. So to put up with that, that's actually asking a lot. But I do agree with service animals if they are legitimately certified. I do agree with them on flight. And we come down on the same way uh, as far as that goes. I think we also need to respect people who have allergies, though. You know, that's another issue. I think that's another health concern. So, John, what, what do you suggest? You know, real quick, we've got about 30 seconds. Would you say leave the pet home, hire a pet sitter, a kennel? I mean, what would you do? You know, a lot of people want to travel with their pets, but if you want to travel with them, you know, and if you can drive, drive. Take your pet that way. Or, like I said, look into the airlines that specifically will transport a pet. But I think you're right about the airlines. I think they're going to crack down. I don't think you're going to see these animals, you know, going on the planes. Um, I think it would just be certified animals, and you have to have legitimate certification. Right. I think that's what it comes down to. But the best place for an animal and all, all around is at home, in the comfort of their own home. It's less stressful on them. So think of the animal a little bit more than what you're thinking about yourself. Well, and John, as always, you know, listen, we appreciate your time. Yeah. That's why we have you on. We love doing that. Enjoy the weekend, okay? Thanks, Mary. Thanks, Thanks John. Robert. Yeah, take care. Take care. Thanks. All right. All like right. John. John's a great guy. If you want to check out his uh, work, you can find him on Facebook at Talking Pets Radio. Yes, you can. All right. So, folks, uh, listen, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, it's going to be listener emails with the Travel Trio. So stick around as the RM World Travel Express rolls on and the show returns in three minutes. RM World Travel phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at rmworldtravel.com. Stay tuned. We're back after these messages. In today's fast-paced, digitally connected world, cybersecurity, identity theft, and safeguarding your personal information, it's critically important. That's why we recommend LifeLock, and now it also includes the power of Norton Security. If you ever have a problem, LifeLock agents will work to fix it, providing you with peace of mind. No one can stop every theft or monitor transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock with Norton Security is able to uncover threats you might otherwise miss. Go to LifeLock.com, use promo code RM, you'll save 10%, or RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. Today, when you walk into a store or go online, you'll find all types of bed sheets and bath towels. Most are made overseas along with the materials. But Redline cotton sheets and bath towels are 100% made in the U.S., starting with the seed in the ground on a family farm. The sheets are exceptionally soft, breathable cotton sheets stitched with the highest craftsmanship. And the sheets are so popular that Redline Cotton is now making luxurious, super soft bath towels. Check out their entire collection at redlandcotton.com or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Unisom presents a bedtime story. A lot of people ask me, Hey Einstein, how do you get all those ideas? My formula is simple. Get a good night's sleep. 
Because sleep equals dreams, and dreams are where the magic happens. With Unisom Sleep Tabs, you get to your dreams faster because you'll fall asleep 33% faster. So good night, sleep tight, and keep your dreams alive with Unisom. Versus placebo in a clinical study. Use as directed. If you shower or brush your teeth or try to make your hair look presentable, we've got good news for you. Dollar Shave Club delivers everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. And right now, for just 5 bucks, you can get their Daily Essentials Starter Set. That'll include Body Cleanser, One Wipe Charlie's, Shave Butter, and their Best Razor, the Six Blade Executive Plus 4 Replacement Cartridges. Keep the blades coming for a few more bucks a month. Check it all out at dollarshaveclub.com slash rm or visit rmworldtravel.com and look under Sponsors. Welcome to a new sponsor that we want everyone out there to know about and enjoy. It's La Blue Premium Ultra Water, and anything you're drinking that you think is water isn't unless it's 11% hydrogen and 89% oxygen without additives, minerals, solvents, and more. This is La Blue, a perfectly natural water that is odorless and colorless. Drink La Blue, and you'll agree it's the best of the best as it has a fresh, clean taste that your body will crave. This is water and the perfect liquid for your body. Ask for it at retailers nationwide or at LaBlue.com or rmworldtravel.com. Falling into bed takes on a whole new meaning when you sleep on a Casper mattress. Their engineers have outdone themselves in creating three unique mattresses that will help you sleep cool and comfortable year-round. Plus, all Casper mattresses are designed to comfort your every move and provide the perfect support for every position you sleep in. Try a Casper for 100 nights in your own home with free shipping and returns. Go to Casper.com and use code RM3 to save $50 on select mattresses. Terms and conditions apply, or you can always visit rmworldtravel.com for more info. Mary, Rudy, and I hope you're enjoying a pleasant Memorial Day weekend and avoiding those long TSA lines. What follows is an encore presentation. Get out the map, get out the map, and lay your finger anywhere down. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. And welcome back, everyone. We appreciate you sticking with us through that three-minute break and listening to those important sponsor messages that help Mary, Rudy, and me continue to be here week after week and bring you America's number one travel radio show. Well, we've received some more emails, so keep sending them in. Uh, And as you've heard me say before, if you have a travel question or you want to share a travel experience or comment with us, just message us on Facebook or Twitter at RMWorldTravel or send us an email through the Contact Us button at RMWorldTravel.com. And before we answer today's emails, a word about our sponsor, Honey. Here's a tool to help you shop online and get the best deals. It's a free browser extension called Honey. In two clicks, it adds to any browser for free. And then you simply shop like you normally would, whether it's for travel packages, home accessories, apparel, office supplies, whatever you're looking for. While you're browsing, it's working in the background and it's scanning and testing millions of coupon codes from around the web. And then when you go to check out, the best coupon that it can find is automatically applied in your cart and to your um, as a discount. So it's pretty simple. Just simply go to joinhoney.com slash rm and add this to your browser. That's joinhoney.com slash rm, or you can find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Okay, so here is our first email. Uh, it's from Raquel. Uh, who listens in Wakefield, New Hampshire, via our affiliate WASR Radio. And she's asking, we're planning a trip to Europe, and it looks like we'll get better deals and find it easier to get around if we stay near the train stations in the cities we'll be visiting. Is this a good idea, and where is it that you would stay? Well, 
Uh, you certainly are going to get better deals, Raquel, but it wouldn't be the first place that Mary and I would choose to stay. Uh, Mary, uh, you know, any thoughts on this, uh, well, lodging options in these cities? I'm traumatized um, going back to when I was in my early 20s and getting stuck at the Venice train station and having to sleep in it overnight. I'm probably the wrong person to ask. I stay as far away uh, from lodging near train stations as I can. I would rather spend a little bit more money and stay a little further away in a good neighborhood, centralized, good location. I do think uh, it does depend on the city. um, But I think, you know, with all the lodging that exists today between hotels and Airbnb, it's highly doable on a budget um, to stay in a more desirable area because train stations typically, in most cases, are not the most desirable neighborhoods. Yeah, um, I I think generally you can say that, although I'm I'm thinking of Amsterdam, for example. The train station is right near some some of those beautiful canals and some Mm -hmm. luxury hotels. It's really it really is city by city. Um, But a lot of people I mean, I guess in the old days, that's where hotels formed because people rode trains everywhere and they didn't have Uber or. Uh, sometimes motorized vehicles to get them to their hotels. And they were so you carrying have some older, suitcases versus rolling. Yeah, so you have some here. older hotels around train centers that have not been renovated in some places. So do a little oh. homework before you commit to that that program. Yeah, I know we like philosophy. to immerse ourselves in the in the local, you know, as much as we can, uh, and, and to get into little neighborhoods ourselves. But anyway. All right. Uh, next email is from Eli, who listens to the Travel Trio via our 24-7 TuneIn.com channel out in Arizona. He's asking, what's your opinion on the legitimacy of what all the travel bloggers say? And how can I get good information from them that I can trust? Well, that's an interesting point, Eli. Uh, There has been a proliferation of travel blogs out there. But, Rudy, as the seasoned journalist that you are, uh, what do you think about this? And, you know, how would you want to guide Eli? You know, there are so many travel blogs now. There's no definitive way to know, you know, who is the most... Reliable, but you know, you have web, some, some websites like Expert Fly, expertflyer.com who actually don't sell you anything, uh, and who will help you with your travel. Um, that I would recommend. Um, I like Johnny Jet, who's a friend of this show, JohnnyJet.com. Um, I guess the best thing to do is to read these blogs, and if they were constantly gushing about every place, every hotel, every river cruise, every meal they ever had, it pretty well tells you that they're all getting comped. Uh, everything's free now. That, that 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 doesn't you know that doesn't indict an honest reporter, but if everything's free all the time and nothing's bad, that's not a very critical writer. So that's well, the yeah, best I, the key I can word offer. There yeah. is when you say reporter, a blogger is not necessarily a reporter, so that their integrity because right. they're lacking objectivity, especially if they're being paid. I agree. And actually, now you know you mentioned Johnny Jet, um, so I. Uh, it's stirring my memory here. Forbes uh, ranks top bloggers and influencers every year. And if you trust Forbes, they do the vetting. Yeah. You know, maybe they're a resource. Well, th- there's the point. You know, so f- check out folks who are associated with mainstream publications or websites that you know. As anyone who really does care about their credibility, you know, they're going to have some level of vetting that's in place, I would think. That's probably some good advice to go by. Um, and, uh, you know, on, on that note, uh, Please do keep sending us your travel questions and stories at RM World Travel. You can do that on Facebook or Twitter. You can hit the Contact Us button, as I've said, at uh, rmworldtravel.com. Thank you, Raquel. Thank you, Eli, for the questions today. This is your RM World Travel Connection. Segment 5 is next, and don't touch that channel. Join the Travel Trio by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. 
Thanks for listening today. We hope you're enjoying a great Memorial Day weekend. I'm Mary Carey, and what follows is an encore presentation. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at RM World Travel. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome back, everybody. This is your RM World Travel Connection, and it's time for the 17th installment of our Destination Spotlight series, located in the 31st state in our nation, a.k.a. the Golden State. Before we take you to one of our favorite places in the USA, San Diego, a message to say that today's Destination Spotlight is sponsored by Travel Pro Luggage. Travel Pro created the Rollerboard Wheeled Luggage, and they're the choice of flight crews and frequent travelers as they stand behind their products with lifetime warranties. Regardless of wherever your next destination is, one of the most important items to ensure a successful trip is quality luggage, and you'll do none better than Travel Pro. You know, when Mary and I travel, or when Rudy travels, we're all on the move with Travel Pro Luggage because having good, dependable luggage, as Mary just said, it's so important when you're traveling. If you're in the market for new luggage or you're looking for a perfect gift, look no further than Travel Pro Luggage. You can check them out at TravelPro.com for all their retailers or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under Sponsors. And now let's head out to California and welcome in the CEO of San Diego Tourism, Joe Terzi. Joe, welcome to the show and our destination spotlight on one of our most favorite places to visit in America, San Diego. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. You know, this is a five-minute segment, but we could probably talk about San Diego for five hours and 55 minutes and still keep going. But where I want to start with you is this. You know, I think most people, they know about the great weather that you enjoy throughout the year in San Diego. But I'd like for you to talk with us about the diverse neighborhoods for visitors to come experience from places like the historic Gaslamp Quarter and downtown area to Coronado Island, La Jolla, Mission Beach, and others. Wow, you know it all, so thank you for that. I mean, San Diego is a collection of neighborhoods, and I, I think, you know, coming from back east, I grew up in New York, and you're in that part of the world anyway. Most of the major cities there are made up of great neighborhoods, and that's not necessarily the case in some of the California cities, but San Diego is uniquely different. We have such great diversity in San Diego from, you mentioned a lot of them, but, you know, over the last number of years, places like Little Italy that's in the center of downtown has grown up and becoming a great place to be, a gas lamp district, uh, entertainment district right in the heart of downtown is blossoming. But yet we have Hillcrest and North Park and South Park and all of the small little surrounding neighborhoods just, you know, 10 minutes outside the downtown of San Diego that are all unique and different. They have great attractions. They've got great restaurants and unique new things that are happening in the culinary and, and beverage scene. San Diego is the capital of craft beer, and you can't go too many places in San Diego without sampling some of our great craft beer. So we've got great things happening we got great neighborhoods, and it's just a joy to see San Diego mature. Joe, I think when uh, a lot of people think of San Diego, we all know the zoo. It's a huge attraction for San yes. Diego. But Robert and I um, really like Balboa Park, and yep. I think, what, 17 museums? Yeah, it's the largest park outside of Central Park, mm-hmm. second largest park in the center of a, a city. And it's, it's beautiful. Balboa Park it really has is. been a, a great part of San Diego for Oh, coming up on 150 years now. So it's got 17 of the world-class museums and a lot of other things to do. And you're five minutes from downtown San Diego. So like a lot of other places, San Diego has a lot of great things to offer. But unlike some others, it's all within a very yeah. short distance from... Well, I think that's a big port. thing yeah. with yeah, the area. Location. Absolutely. Yeah. 
And all right, so you know when we visit, you know we enjoy all the outdoor activities that are available to us. You know, you've got excellent golf. Clearly, this weekend we've got that going on. Uh, great beaches, you know, fun hiking trails. There's boating. You got theme parks. A variety of shopping options. I could go on. Hey, it sounds like a place I want to be. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Exactly yeah. right. All right. But but the San Diego community also features, as you just said, some terrific restaurants. The Little Italy, we love Little Italy there on India and Street. And that's a lot from fellow got, New Yorkers exactly. to say that. Yeah. But you get seafood, Mexican. You know, you get the steakhouse. So, do you have some favorites, Joe? Yeah, I do. I think San Diego is becoming known for the Cali Baja cuisine. So, a lot of the new restaurants are borrowing a lot of the fresh ingredients from Baja and great fish and great products that are being raised in Baja. And a lot of our chefs are taking the, the culture of Mexico and, and wrapping it into their, their menus and doing it in different ways. So, we like to think of San Diego as a, a unique culinary town because we're so close to Mexico, you know, 20 minutes into Mexico from downtown San Diego, Mm -hmm. and great chefs are being born in Mexico, and they're bringing a lot of new, great food trends into San Diego. So we're excited about that, but we've got uh, three top chefs that actually won top chefs that are in San Diego right around the corner from Little Italy, and they're within blocks of each other with their own restaurants. So a lot Mm -hmm. of great things happening in San Diego. All right. What sector of the traveling population do you think, if any, San Diego serves the best? Or do you think it's just, obviously, you're going to say it's for well, everybody. Well, it's always but... been a great family destination, as right. you know. I mean, right. we've got great attractions, the, the world-famous zoo and, and SeaWorld and, and Legoland and a bunch of other attractions. So it's a great family town, but it's matured over the years. It's a great place to go to get away for a weekend with a spouse or a partner or just a, a weekend away for people out of L.A. Um, so we've matured. While it's still a great family destination, we have so much more to offer now than we might have had a number of years ago. So uh, for me, we love the fact that we're a great family destination, but you can equally enjoy your time in San Diego if you're either just by yourself or want to get away for a little bit. All right, so Joe, last question. We've got about 15 seconds with you. Uh, We always like to ask folks on the Destination Spotlight, give us a quick fact that you think most people don't know about San Diego. Well, it's the eighth largest city in the country, and I don't think a lot of people know that. Over three and a half million people live here, and we get 35 million people that visit every year. Well, Joe, thanks for your time today. Folks, I want to let you know you can find out more at sandiego.org. Enjoy the weekend, Joe. Thank you very much, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks, Joe. Take care. Bye. San Diego, California, Mary. Yeah, it is a, a place that we love, that we continue to return to, and uh, highly recommend. I'm ready to go right now, so yeah. let's go. <laughs> yeah, if we're not <laughs> just, here next week, talking folks, about it. Yeah. Uh, if Rudy's doing the entire show, you'll know why. Uh, and a reminder, I should also add in there, that uh, you can find all of the places that we're covering on the homepage of our website under Destination Spotlight. And that's going to do it for Hour 1 of the program this week. But we still do have a whole other hour straight ahead. And after these messages, Mary, Rudy, and I will be back, and we'll be talking everything and anything in the world of travel with you. You've been listening to your RM World Travel Connection, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.